You're listening to Knowing the Opposition, a podcast by Sean P. Keenan, found at gettingtogod.com. Find more podcasts, podcasts, articles, videos, and collections of information about the search of the soul at gettingtogod.com. This podcast is part of a series called Stages of Faith, in which I talk about all of the stages I personally went through and the general order I went through them. You can get the entire series free at gettingtogod.com forward slash stages. In a lot of this podcast series, I talk about a book in the Bible called Ephesians, which is a letter written by the Apostle Paul. And while I think that whole letter Paul wrote is excellent and just jam-packed with instructions about strong faith, I want to get back again to talking about Ephesians 6.12. Quote, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places, unquote. I'll break this down, but give me a second. Why would I bring this up? I, this is probably the second or third time I'm going to bring this up in this whole series called Stages of Faith. Um, because as strange as this may sound, to me, Ephesians is by itself a stage of faith. Now, let me explain. I've gone through many periods in life when I've fought against people that is flesh and blood. And of course, it always looked like people were what I was fighting. And in a sense, that's true. But then I really studied Ephesians 6.12, especially as I read it over and over. Think about this. Again, quote, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places, unquote. It means we're not really fighting people, flesh and blood. We're fighting what drives them. And that idea started coming together with two of my own personal philosophies. One, never just look at things from straight on. Always look around the back, the sides, above, below, and all sorts of angles. Two, I've learned by the vengeance I've engaged in, in my past, and by many of the people I grew up around who were also engaged in vengeance. It's hard to actually knock someone down with vengeance. It usually makes them and their quest for vengeance stronger. And for every one person that gets knocked down, that is for every one opponent you intimidate out of opposing you, there are a thousand more waiting behind them. Why? Because there's a systemic driving force behind things like revenge and evil. In other words, there's a main source. Cutting off one of its extensions will not stop it. In other, other words, there are so many people doing the work of evil and so many people being taught to do it that there is no human brand of justice that can stop it. People often think they can cleanse the world of it, but until we look at the right weapons and the real source of that evil, we're doing nothing but getting in the ring and swinging with a blindfold on while the real oppressor sits back up in the expensive seats with a fistful of power and a nasty little smirk. And that would be the devil. So think about that line. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. I rebelled against that line for a long time. At first, I didn't understand it. And then later, I got 
the basic idea and acted like it was ridiculous. But then I started getting pushed to actually test it. And that's when my view changed. One morning, after losing a ton of sleep to noisy and harassing neighbors, I started thinking of all the ways I might stop the neighbors from taking my sleep. But in the midst of all those vengeful thoughts, I kept getting the message, read, over and over. So I did that thing I do where I ask God to speak to me, and then I open the Bible. And I hear a divine voice say, Ephesians 6.12. So I immediately flip there and see it. Again, quote, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, unquote. I get done and, and I'm thinking, okay, so you want me to pray and read and that's supposed to help calm me down or something. But I hear, read it again. And I do. And this got repeated. So with a little frustration and a bit of junior high, I don't need to do this stupid homework, rebellion, I do it. I read the passage several times over and over. And it started to hit me. I started thinking about my philosophies, about how I believe if you want to know what's really going on, you don't just look straight ahead, you look above, below, behind, and sideways. And how I remember from my own experience that for every one opponent you knock down, there will be a thousand more behind them. I started to remember how many times it happened, where I sleep much better if I read the Bible a lot before bedtime. And then I remembered that through experience... I've learned that the word of God is alive and makes a great defense during stress, strife, and spiritual challenge. It all came together in that moment. I have a choice. I can either fight the long line of people, the flesh and blood, until I'm exhausted and dead, or I can go around the back and the sides and use God's proven tools to fight what controls their behavior. Truth is, people who don't forgive and then engage in vengeance have tons of ungodly influence to act that way. Truth is, unless you want to personally take down all the worldly and spiritual influences that help them think that way, you can't fix what makes vengeance an evil tick. And truth is, there's this amazing, absolute genius who has already given us a solution. And since God has the sense to run an entire universe, I think I'll go with what he says. So I tried it. I've been struggling to drop the feeling of vengeance I grew up with for a long time, and I was mostly successful. But once I tried what Paul says in Ephesians, it became much more solid. I tried reading the Bible a lot before bed. It worked. Prayer helped break down social walls faster and more efficiently than ever, and I was able to see that more than before. Everything in life became stronger for me. My behavior and my reasons to improve it became stronger. I still stand up when I need to speak out toward people, but I stopped wrestling with them, with the flesh and blood. I stopped dragging out arguments and wasting the time. Arguing with the world doesn't work. We live in a world where technology has put a false sense of safety between us and the consequences that can push us back in line. We could do things like post an uninformed opinion on social media, and then simply because we have hundreds of acquaintances linked to our account, simply by way of numbers, we're going to have enough digital high fives that that uninformed post is going to feel justified. We can break off relationships over text messages. 
we can hack someone's communications from thousands of miles away. People hardly ever look someone in the face and set them straight anymore. Argument just breeds more argument. So I started seeing more of what really makes situations bad between all of us. I started going more for the protection against powers and darkness, against the devil's tactics, which, by the way, I want to make a very strong point that he's had thousands of years to work on where you and I have only had a handful of decades. Let me say that again. The devil has had thousands of years to build behavioral sets and strategies that break people down. He's also had thousands of years to learn how to embed those strategies into everyday human life and to hide them in plain sight. Want proof? Turn on a TV, a video game, or a mainstream music channel. Look at most billboards or magazines and just pay attention. Once I did this, I started realizing things about the hidden messages and symbols, which, which actually aren't very hidden once you realize they're there. I started seeing satanic symbolism that would pop up just for a split second in games that otherwise looked and felt cute. And I'd see the hidden misery in the men and women who were in the explicit images I used to look at. And after meeting many people in the music industry, I found out about things like the guy who literally has one specific job to get a briefcase full of drugs on hand at all times so the band can stay numb to what is being done to them and their music. And lately, I'm seeing how we're all so easily divided by lines that are meaningless, like nationality and color. All of that operates by one thing. Deception. But remember, I was taught later in life to work with what Paul was saying, not against each other, not against the flesh and blood, but with the spiritual side that often controls it. And as I saw it all work like a well-tuned machine, my faith grew stronger, tremendously. And as the information Paul wrote in Ephesians kept spinning around in my brain, those words kept getting more and more lifelike. And as I continue to operate more on a spiritual level, as if I'm gearing up for a reality outside this body, everything becomes more efficient, more interesting, and more real. Working on what really opposes me and my universal family, it's brought me closer to myself, my actual fight, and closer to God. You've been listening to Knowing the Opposition, a podcast by Sean P. Keenan, found at gettingtogod.com. The next chapter in this series is called Ebb and Flow. Visit gettingtogod.com for more podcasts, articles, videos, and collections of information about the search of the soul.